0: Welcome to Soundings Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson and for more than four decades my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcast we'll be sharing interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Scott Huckabay is a trans guitarist and musical shaman who draws from nature and his Apache Chiricahua roots to create transcendent experiences. His music has been called a cross between Jimi Hendrix, Michael Hedges, and Ravi Shankar. After a near-fatal motorcycle accident, Scott picked up an acoustic guitar and a new kind of healing music began to flow through him. In this interview, He shares stories of his native background and about his mother being taken from her family and sent off to an Indian boarding school where she was tortured for just speaking her native language. Scott carries the fire of his tribal roots through his energetic and uplifting guitar performances and recordings. Enjoy.
1: Hey Scott, so tell us a little about yourself and about your musical background.
2: Hi, my name is Scott Huckabee. I was born in Southwest Arizona. Um, I grew up sickly. I was born with an undeveloped right lung and had serious comp- lung complications growing up with uh, asthma, bronchitis. and So I was always sick in my room and isolated and I couldn't go out too much and be active with the other kids so I pretty much spent a lot of time alone drawing, doing art, and things like that, and my first, actually my first um, con- uh, connection with the guitar, I, I didn't actually play it, but it was one of those Spanish guitars that, that are that you see in homes for decoration, wall decorations. I uh, We had one, my family had one, and I took it down and I was in my room, and I took this, the, the side of the guitar the side here and I would just put my eyes up into it like this as a little kid and I would go on these journeys into space and I would be flying through the through the galaxies and star systems and it was really cool and, and I can I've always been trying to reach that state again but it's not, it hasn't, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> but it's it was amazing though. So it's probably because of spending so much time alone and uh, probably the drugs they were giving me maybe affected that whole situation and I got into that whole open mind thing. So I was kind of a spiritually evolved child, but I didn't really know it. So uh, since I was sick and had all these lung complications, I couldn't go outside most of the time and, and be outside active with the children, other children, so I just uh, pretty much was isolated in my room and um, that's pretty much how I grew up as a child. So about my family history, uh, when my mother was alive I was always inquisitive about our family heritage and our ancestors and um, she would always tell me it's none of my business and she was ashamed to be Native American Indian and so it wasn't until she died that I was able to get the information history and um, through my sister because before she died she revealed her past and our ancestry to my sister and I'm not sure why, maybe she just didn't want me to know about the past, but she and her brother um, grew up in a very abusive environment. Um, they were taken from their family and forced into these non-native schools and um, they were very strict and um, if the, one of the rules, strict rules they had was if you were caught speaking Apache um, which my mother and her brother continued to speak that they, they, when they got caught they would get beaten and hung upside down in a dark closet overnight and so it was pretty, pretty abusive and pretty traumatic for them. So that's probably why my mother was ashamed to to be Native and didn't want to share that information to me for some reason. So, um, so, but we are. My mother was a direct descendant of Chief Cochise from the Chiricahua Apache tribe, and uh, down in Southwest Arizona. And uh, Geronimo was uh, a brother-in-law of Chief Cochise. And so we have that, that blood, that fire in our blood. At least in me. So when I'm playing the music, that energy is coming through me. Uh, really strong. I, 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 that's the best way I can explain it. When I'm getting into the live performance, it, it, this energy just takes over. This Native American energy just comes in. It's this blood, fire, you know, and it's like, yeah! You know, and so um, probably because of all the past uh, history of our um, tribes that we were forced out of our living situations and and um, It was just hard uh, And so maybe that energy is coming through me like passion and fire and just letting it out like How Geronimo he, he was really like that fighting to preserve the lands for his people for the next generation and he fought and fought and fought over 20 years to preserve that but eventually he officially surrendered in 1886 and the US government promised him and his tribes you know three all this land to live in peace and harmony but as soon as they surrendered their weapons they were all arrested and sent on a, a cattle train to, uh, to Florida prisons so far away from Arizona because they they were very afraid of Geronimo because he had this power, this energy of this like fire and they were very scared of him and they didn't want him near Arizona to bring hope in other Apaches to continue the fight so they removed him completely um, from that area. As far as musical backgrounds the first time I started playing guitar was uh, after a motorcycle accident in 1987 Um, it was there I, I woke up from a major accident and uh, there was a guitar at the foot of the bed and I immediately just picked it up and just started, I didn't know what I was doing or anything, I was just playing and tapping and playing it like a child, just getting any sounds I could, but when I, while I was doing it, all the pain and, and suffering my body was going through from the accident all dissolved Like all these drugs the hospitals were giving me to numb the pain, I was still in pain, but as soon as I touched the guitar, it all dissolved. And so I never put the guitar down ever since. It was like my healing tool. And so I I feel very grateful that I was able to discover that true healing power of music. And to this day, I, I never set the guitar down.
1: Cool, so how did you start your musical career? Uh,
2: So, as soon as I got out of the hospital and I was um, tapping into the guitar, you know, um, I just never put the guitar down. I just kept playing and playing and playing and I just was just so wrapped inside the guitar. It was like part of me, the, the extension of me. And it was a healing powerful healing tool as well and so while I was learning how to walk again the uh, I just kept playing and playing and playing until the point where I was asked invited to play at these little spiritual gatherings in Sedona Arizona Um, and this accident happened at a time when this my spirituality opened up which was in 1987 during the harmonic convergence which was a major shift on our planet. But I, at that point, I still had no idea what that all, all was about. And um, so I was invited to all these um, little events sharing my guitar, and just playing and playing and playing. And then I ended up play, playing on the streets, busking and just playing. And I, I didn't care where I played, I just wanted My main mission was to share this music, this vibration to help inspire others. That's all I cared about because it was healing me and I felt if I could share this music to others, it it might help others. So that was what I was um, inspired to do. My mission was to share this healing vibration that was coming through me into the guitar because it was healing me and I wanted to help inspire to heal others and open them up in some way so I can help in some way create a change on this planet that we so um, really need at this right now in this time. And So I um, just kept performing and playing to the point where I was just, just getting more and more in tune with the guitar and learning how to... Work with the audience and the streets and in the energy, and um, and at that time it, they didn't have CDs out. It was all cassettes. So what I would do is make uh, little handmade cassettes, and I would do all the art for each label sticker on it because I was really into art too. And so I would just. Do all that and then sell them at the fourth avenue street fair or, in, or little street festivals and stuff like that and then just kept kept going and going evolving into more of a professional setting and uh, but, but before that though I got to the professional setting I was starting to get discouraged and then that's when I um, met Dean and Dudley in the Soundings team and uh, shortly after that, joined them and went in the studio and released my first CD, uh, Peace Dance. And um, ever since meeting Dina Daly that this journey has been an amazing experience in my life. And I'm so grateful um, because if it wasn't for them, I, I'm not sure what I would be doing because it, before I met them, I was contemplating on a different life situation other than music. So I'm glad, <laughs> I'm so grateful uh, to have them in my life. They're like my family,
1: so I, uh, I'm so honored. So your live performances are absolutely epic. With the amount of energy and intensity you bring, what do you like most about live performance?
2: For me, it's, it's uh, one of the highest honors to perform To a receptive audience, there's nothing like sharing that energy of this healing sound vibration to invoke inspiration in others. It's um, there's nothing like it, and from and from there, my hope is to make positive changes on this planet through others that are inspired by what I'm creating, and so um, it's just. I'm hoping it creates a ripple effect to um, carry on the healing power of sound to invoke change. Uh,
1: can you describe your sound to everybody listening?
2: Okay, my, pretty much my guitar uh, sound was uh, inspired by guitar masters, Jimi Hendrix, Michael Hedges, uh, uh, Jimmy Page. Uh, The Edge of U2, uh, Eddie Van Halen. Um, It's those little bits and pieces of these guitar geniuses that help create my own style. And so it's a it's always evolving.
1: So what musical projects do you have coming up in the future?
2: Uh, There is an upcoming album with Dean Evanson and Phil Heaven uh, in the works right now. And I'm actually introducing the the hang drum in this particular album, uh, which is, gives it a nice uh, meditative flow of, um, get with guitar and viola and flute, of course, and
1: uh, some harp. Cool. Be on the lookout for that. So tell us for what in your life do you feel most grateful for?
2: I am grateful for every breath, every moment, every thought form, uh, and of course, the music in me. Even when I'm not playing an instrument, um, I'm always applying the music in me to whatever I happen to be doing. and. Um, I'm in gratitude every day for being alive here now.
0: Thank you for listening to our Soundings podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations, and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music blessings.